1: Join host Bo Marchanti as he brings the next generation of tomorrow's NFL stars to you today. No more than the name.
0: Welcome back to another edition of the C2P. I am your show host, Bo Marchanti. As always, we love you folks joining us as we bring you the next generation of these 2022 NFL Draft Class Studs, listen, Apple Music, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, anywhere where you listen to your podcast. you can find these free and available to download or listen to at your leisure. Today's guest, Jamal Holloway, began his career at the University of Nevada. He ended his career at Central State. He was also the HBCU uh, newcomer from HBCU Game Day. 22 tackles for loss this past season, eight and a half sacks, five forced fumbles. This is the one I love. Five pass breakups. You could say, all right, the guy gets behind the football. He's a disruptor. Fair enough. We could say that. He's one-dimensional. That's not the case. He's also breaking up passes. Listen, you guys know if you're listening too often, I'm really, really, really stoked to find out more about Jamal Holloway. With that said, Jamal, you're invited to you you got the Legacy Bowl coming up. You're at the FCS Bowl in the Pig uh Showdown. But with that said, you've been busy. Can you believe you're knocking at the door of the National Football League and your collegiate career has kind of come to an end?
1: Um first of all, I just want to say what an introduction. <laughs> Thank you for the introduction. But um yeah, um as of right now, I've been um it's been real busy right now. Just trying to sharpen up some skills right now. I uh, Get better in certain aspects, but other than that, it's been just. It's, I'm actually honored to be in a situation where I'm just have a chance to knock on the door of getting to the league. You know, just uh, a lot of hard work that I put in over the years, and just me you know, at this point. Just I'm just happy to be here and just trying to make the best of it.
0: Yeah, I mean, and going to these All Star games. You got one more on the docket when you go to the Legacy Bowl. but the previous two. Uh, All-Star games, I'm sure you've seen these scouts. They might have interacted with you. Does that put a little bit more pep in your step? Does that validate all the work that you have done to get to this process?
1: Um, it definitely validates it, honestly. Uh, at first, uh, going to the um, bowl games, at, at first two – well, the first when I went to the FCS Bowl, didn't have really anybody really talk to me there. But then when I went to the Piscan showdown, I had um, – I had a coach talk to me and um, and some scouts talk to me at the same time. They gave me some good reviews of myself and it kind of built up my confidence right now. Like like I'm I'm here now. Like I'm, <laughs> like I, you know what I mean I'm knocking on the door. It to gets to where I need to get to.
0: Exactly, and and the one thing I love about you, not only from what I see from watching highlights and as much stuff as I can pick up on you, is you, you have those NFL measurables. You know a lot of guys, you know they might not have the the height, the weight that's desired, but you do have that. I mean, I I, what I see you listed at very, you know, 6'3", 6'2". I've seen you as high as 240. I've seen you as low as two to 1. But nonetheless, you're right in that range. What is the current height rate right now?
1: Uh, current height right now, I'm 6'3", right now.
0: Yeah, and weight? As weight right now, I'm 245. Wow, that's big time. That's big time, man. Those are NFL yep. numbers, uh, Jim. That's, that's wonderful stuff. So let me ask you, growing up, I believe on your bios it says you grew up in Candom, New Jersey. Were you the yes, better sir. athlete, Pop Peewee? Were you the guy first picked on all the sports teams?
1: Um, Absolutely not. Uh, I had three guys that went to Michigan <laughs> over me. So, I was definitely not the, the number one option. <laughs> so, besides that, uh, yeah, I was um, the fourth pick every time, you know, when it came to things, but uh, – yeah, I mean, a lot of hard work. I'm I was able to, you know, i mean match those guys at the same time, but you know what I mean, I wasn't I wasn't the best player, I'll say that.
0: Fair enough, but you you've come this far. So, listen, the I put it this way, the the recipe for success was there. You just a guy guys got some notice before you and but at the end of the day, you've risen to the occasion. So, kind of take us through. I'm sure you played lots of positions. Growing up, how did you end up on the defensive side of the ball and becoming the positional guy that we see you today?
1: Um, That's kind of interesting. Um, I actually started off as a a guard on offense. Well, my say no, actually a left left tackle on offense. Um, The blocking wasn't really for me. kept kept uh, kept a lot of flags coming my way from holding, so that didn't (laughs) work out well for too long. And then uh, they moved me to uh, D tackle. And then eventually defensive end, and I got moved to tight end for a little bit just for, like, blocking schemes when I was younger. Uh, and then they, then I was strictly just defensive end after that because I just knew, like, from seeing a couple games that I played in middle school and high school, like, he's, I'm, like I'm, I'm, a, I'm the guy that's going to be rushing the quarterback a lot of times just to make plays and get fumbles and get sacks and all that stuff and create turnovers. <laughs>
0: Excellent stuff. Once again, Jamal Holloway, the Central State standout here on the C2P, breaking down what this young man brings to this next level. When do you get the idea, the legitimacy, if you will, that you can make this happen? We know the confidence doesn't diminish any of you guys that suit up to play college football. But you know as well as everybody, not everyone gets this opportunity. When does it really sink in that you can make this happen or at least get a hell of a shot at doing it?
1: Um, after my final season at Central State and getting invites to bowl games and talking to the scouts, that's when I started to realize, like, I can really make this happen. You know what I mean? No waste. I can't waste any opportunities that I do get. And I got to make the best fit every time, which I I feel like I have been doing. And just kind of being humble through this whole uh, process and just hoping that I get the opportunity that I feel like I deserve.
0: Yeah, and you mentioned humble. You do come across as a very laid-back, humble guy. When do you flip the switch and become this guy that's getting 22 tackles for losses, which is like a Madden number. That's Those are video game numbers, but you did it. When do you become that ferocious guy?
1: I'm, it's, it's kind of funny. Like A lot of people do say I'm laid-back, <laughs> but um... – I don't know. I, I just. I don't, I'm not. Sure. I feel like it is kind of like a switch that I have where I can just kind of throw them like a high motor, just to you know. What I mean, get after the ball. Like when I was when I was a kid, they always told me like, like even though I hadn't that much skill at the time either, they just told me to just go after the ball, and just <laughs> throw them on the ground. Like that. You know what I mean? So <laughs> once I started doing that and start perfecting that, I just eventually just became that type of dude. It's like Jamal to grab, just make a play, and that's what I've been able to do ever since.
0: What's it like being in the huddle with you? Are you, you know, do you got that leader's voice? Are you energetic? Do the guys feed off you? I mean, it's third and third and one. You need to make a stop in a critical team. What's it like hearing you in the in the huddle?
1: So, this year was probably the year that I really started to become more vocal. Uh, my past years at UNLV, I was I was still kind of like. The, you know what I mean? I'm the like guy that say like yo, let's go blah, sides blah, blah, down the third. You know what I mean? Not much of like the real talkative type, but once I got to Central State, uh, became more of a, um, a vocal leader because like I am I was kind of one of the older guys on the team, obviously. So I had to I had to open up more, which was kind of a process for me at the same time because it's like I wasn't used to the um, position that I had. But after probably like six to seven games in, finally. <laughs> Um, I was able to just, like, be more vocal with my guys and uh, kind of help us, you know what I mean, try to win games and ch- try to motivate the guys at the same time because cause that's, that's the best I can do with them, you know what I mean, to kind of motivate and help out. Right. And help them out. And, So it was a, it was a yeah, process. Yeah. I mean, I'm yeah.
0: That... Fair enough. Hey, how about this one? I ask all the gentlemen to come on the show, if we threw you in that film room with scouts, they're breaking down tape of Jamal Holloway. You're in that room. What do you think they're going to love about you? What do you think's going to pop off the tape where they got to bring you aboard that 53-man roster? Um, so every time someone does uh, <laughs> talk about
1: this, I, they'll say, like, my first step is just, like, unbelievable. Like, it's just, like, first step and just, like, and uh, my, well, my, first, my first step is just, like, I can cover a lot of ground off it. Like, if i'm if I'm in the zone like it's kinda hard for me to to get touched off off the edge when i kind of been in the corner i got i got by scouts put i got have a natural like uh i'm a natural edge rusher and i'm just trying to i'm trying to perfect that even more to to even more be to be more unstoppable at the same time when i'm out there and uh just like another one is just like i got a high motor like i gotta keep going keep attacking and um what was I say uh I'm able to, like, I'm able to make plays you think I wouldn't make, honestly. Like, one of my coaches called me the knuckler because, like, you know, in baseball, you don't think the ball's going to get there. It gets there. So, I'll say that.
0: That is one of the best observations I've heard in a long time. I'm going to have to try to use that when I try to tease this on Twitter, calling you the knuckler. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to be able to word it. If I can word it, but, man, I would love <laughs> to somehow – and that into the, the to the equation and you do you you have so many i I talked about the pass breakups i mean five pass that break i mean dbs don't get five pass up breakups, so I just think that's your you know i think it speaks to the volume of your ability to drop in coverage and not only be an asset you know behind the line of scrimmage, but you can be an asset you know when teams are going vertical on you uh does anything go unnoticed this is your show. At this point, I don't know how much teams couldn't know about you because you're on that radar. They do know, and they do their research diligently. But this is your show, and we want to give you the opportunity. What else do these teams need to know about Jamal Holloway that can help you fall in their good graces? Team captain, weight room warrior, film junkie, great in the community. Maybe the defense you ran didn't allow you to do certain things. What else is left that these guys need to know about? Um, I feel like... They should know, like,
1: I'm a guy that's going to do anything possible. You know what I mean? Be a part of the team, be helpful, motivate guys, you know. Still trying to fill in that kind of leadership role that I'm trying to figure out myself, what type of leader I am. But, you know what I mean? still, wor- still something I'm working on. But he's going to get a guy that's going to just work hard and, you know what I mean, help the team win as much as possible.
0: That's fair enough. How about this one? And, and I'm I'm curious just myself because uh, you, you know your height, weight, your versatility, you're so explosive and big play able. Do you get comparisons to anybody at the next level?
1: Um, I got comparisons to Hassan uh, Reddick. Um, he was a guy that went to uh-huh. Temple. Um, he was he's uh-huh. from uh, he's from my area. With um, Camden, he's from Camden. But uh, yeah, I got I got comparisons to him. Regards to my first step, um, I also uh, kind of get the comparisons to uh, Trent Cole when he was in the league. How how, how much he was kind of like a high motor guy, and just kind of made plays and um, start getting little comparisons to uh, Michael Parsons at the same time. Regarding to like um, me standing up and just kind of like creating plays, great plays for me and others at the same time. Nice. Uh,
0: that's very we're very, very well said. And, Jamal, listen, this is, this is one of the favorite things we love talking about is, you know, three, four years down the road, you know, there could be guys coming on the show when I ask that question that are referring to you. And you might be like, man, that's crazy. But <laughs> I've been doing this a long time, you know. When we brought Tyreek Hill on the show, people are like, who the hell is Tyreek Hill? You know, and who, Ty- Tyreek, who do you resemble yourself as? Now when we bring ride receivers on, they're like, hey, if I'm fast, who are you? I'm Tyreek Hill, and listen, I, I got—I could go all—I could go down a list of name after name after name. And our listeners know that's why we love our listeners tuning in because they really want to delve into guys that really have a pulse and an energy to make it to this next level. Uh, but that said, we're almost out of time. But we we we, we call it three and out. A few lighthearted off the wall questions. You ready to take a shot with some of those? Yeah, please go ahead. <laughs> all right, now looking back at your collegiate career, it could be any coach from any school. But which coach had the biggest pet peeve during practice? And when you look back at it now, it kind of makes you laugh and giggle. Oh Dang, biggest pet
1: peeve? Um, I'll say um, my junior year, um, I was with my uh, coach Wick at the time. The biggest pet peeve is when we don't, like, get get our hands ready before practice. If we don't get our hands (laughs) ready before practice, he's just going to get – his blood's gonna boil about it. So we had, we had to make sure we got in like fifteen minutes early before practice and get our hands fucked up. But I'll say that was a, that was I'll say that's one.
0: All right, fair enough. how about this one? Uh any superstitions? Anything that you need to do religiously through a Saturday morning as you prepare for game day?
1: Um, none really. Um, I usually just talk to my parents before the games and my uh, and my sisters and then uh, we just kind of just talk it out over what's going to happen and but uh, I don't need to worry about and just focus focus on what I need to do at the time and that's probably pretty much about it.
0: That's pretty simple not too stressful and then the final one yeah. it might be hard to believe what it's January 30th we got a couple months before this 2022 NFL draft but it is right around the corner that said yeah. who's the best in your family and what would you like that person to have prepared as you celebrate this next journey um i said the best of my
1: family is probably my youngest sister and best like advice i can give her just like just be prepared for everything you never know what's going to happen because i had moments where i was kind of unprepared but i was able to um, get myself together beforehand but always be prepared for what's going to happen. You know, never know what's going to happen. If something can pop up out the blue, and you're not ready, and that's not going to be helpful at all for yourself. So that's the best. That's the best I can uh, say for her.
0: Excellent. And who's the best cook in your family? Probably, definitely my mom. Uh-huh. I, I'm not
1: even going to say myself.
0: <laughs> and what's if mom could cook you one thing on draft day? What do you want her to? What do you want her to prepare?
1: Uh, honestly, I keep it simple. I I, I, love, I love I like how she makes spaghetti. Honestly,
0: <laughs> I love you, man. You're just so you're just so like, yeah, all right, you know, whatever, you know. She makes me spaghetti. <laughs> it's cool. It's, it's draft day. You know, if they want to order out. It's fine too. You know, somebody wants to bring a dozen yeah, tacos yeah, over from I Taco Bell. I,
1: mean, I I love some chicken fried rice. <laughs> so I mean, we do order out. I definitely take that too. <laughs> Yeah, as long as the name's called, it, you don't even have to eat, right? Well, I mean, I probably wouldn't be able to eat if my name gets called, you know. I was probably being shocked, like, <laughs> a business that's finally happening for me, so it's, like, probably going to be hard for me to eat. I'm pretty sure when yeah, I get, it. once I get shocked, I'll probably finish, like, maybe, like, eight buffets or something. I don't know.
0: <laughs> awesome stuff. Jamal, listen, you've done everything you can to get – in position to be at this next level Continue to do what you're doing Stay humble, stay hungry, be blessed And we appreciate you stopping by and joining us Yeah, thank you for having me, too I'm, I'm no, happy you gave oh, No problem <laughs> Once a- Yes, sir Once again, Jamal Holloway here on the C2P This has been a C2P exclusive